0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, today is a special episode. <laughs> we are bringing back the classic ten-minute topics, which probably won't be ten minutes. After. How about we just call it topics from patrons? No, it,
1: not don't. No. no, stick with tradition. Sorry, I'm sorry, Luke. Luke, yeah, Luke. God, don't you ever try to change? You remember the one time when you're like, "Oh, what should we schedule? What we're going to talk about um, with our guests?" And try to have like a flow to this? Absolutely not. Yeah.
0: Gosh, what a failure! Like sometimes, like how do you even stomach <laughs> being around me? Well, I just text a lot of things over to John. We just make fun of you behind your back. You know what? You're a better man for it. <laughs> You're a better man for it.
1: <laughs> so what are we going to talk about today, Luke? Uh, today we're, we have a lot of 10-minute topics from our Patreon page. Uh, we're not pulling it from the Discord today only because I did a Patreon post and it just... I don't know why, uh, but uh big thank you to everyone over at Patreon.com slash CF. Again, all of our supporters at Patreon.com slash CF goes a long way in supporting our show. We really do appreciate it. And we asked them, hey, uh, we're recording tomorrow. Uh, can you share your 10-minute topics um, with us uh, now? And they said, absolutely. So we have a bunch of them. You have singled out a few. Uh, I like the Discord for, like, going through stuff and, like, preparing things ahead of time, which is, uh, let's be honest, while I'm in school and you're busy doing stuff, it's never going to (laughs) happen.
0: I like the uh, Patreon post just because I can easily see... And it's directly targeted to one thing where sometimes on the Discord I'm like, hey, this guy way down here replied to something way up there. And I know it references it in the little like this is replying to. I'm like, but I just wish it were all in one thread and maybe I need to click a button in order to make that happen. But when you post a thing on Patreon that says here, you know, put your 10-minute topics here or you have your questions here, it's all nice and ordered. Nice and ordered
1: i am excited i've been i've been i'm looking into uh doing more stuff on patreon they're really trying to up their game a bit which i appreciate so yeah yeah so i've got an idea that i'll run past you at some point in time Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. good intentions (laughs) road to hell is paved with them luke paved with them (laughs) um hey really quick um are you watching anything fun? No, you're not. You're doing the Exodus um, uh, no, 90 thing. I am, but the, the family Exodus 90
0: thing is on Sunday. All the disciplines are gone, so I can drink all day, eat M&Ms all day, eat ice cream all day. Ignore while my family.
1: Shower.
0: Ignore <laughs> whom? I don't even know. <laughs> Today was game night. Can I tell you how awful that is without the medication known as YouTube? Ugh. No,
1: so uh. Uh, no. I want you guys to understand what it's like to go hang out at Um Gomer's house. It's a lot like hanging out with Gomer in college. You go to his house. He's like, "Hey, let's watch this stuff that you don't care about for six hours." I'm like, "All right," and I'm just I'm drinking, <laughs> watching videos about watching Tesla cam videos. So that's cool, dude. Those Tesla cam videos are fun.
0: <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Give me something
1: Luke. Um, can I tell you something real quick? I'll tell you what I've done that I'm really ashamed to admit. I am like on a I am on a deep dive on this, my friend. Please
0: tell me it's homesteading or house cleaning.
1: It's house cleaning. Yeah! <laughs> I did the ba- I did the baking soda and um, the vinegar thing in our sink and I was like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> like a fifth grade volcano." Oh my gosh, it's Aaron was like, "Oh our, our sink looks our sink looks wonderful. It's not that it looked bad. I mean, perhaps, I don't know. Perhaps it did. But it was just like, no, this looks like a new sink was just installed. Like, it just looked incredible. Uh, so how did you do it, Luke? How did you do it? So I did screw up one part where I, I just uh, – I watched the video, and I was like, you know what? I got and I, I really like her whole thing about like um, – because when I clean, I don't do this thing, which I really probably should do. There are times when I will where I'm like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. No, no. In pure Luke Carey, pure Luke Carey fashion, I just go, and we'll see, what, we'll see where it ends. And she's like, <laughs> here's how to do it in – Ten minutes because it's been taking me at times like like almost a half hour or so to clean our kitchen and, and put everything away and I'm like I you know one of the challenges with grad school is like you exist at the margins yeah. so you're like this is going too long I've got to cut fifteen fifteen minutes off of this how am I going to do this and she has this thing where it's like basically you you work clock you work. You work clockwise, and first you, like, tidy everything up, and then yeah. you clean everything down. And then, and, there, and, that, and she's like, here's how to time yourself to do it for 10 minutes. And I was like, okay, I think I can do it. And I'm like, you know what, though? I'm not going to do the bar a keeper's friend thing. I've done it before, and it hasn't really worked. I'm going to try her on vinegar and um, – vinegar, like baking um, – vinegar, like baking soda th- uh, trick, I guess, or DIY um, method. And I did that where you – Dump all the baking almost, soda on top, and you spray some vinegar in there, and then you take like a toothbrush, and you just like go left to right on the top part, and then you go left to right on the bottom part. And I was just like, "Holy crap!" I mean, everything I use, I probably, I mean, the the amount of, of money I spent, I mean, I probably this, I probably only used maybe almost thirty cents almost worth of stuff. To get it that that clean it 's happening pretty good, yeah, and it, i 've watched it, it, so it, it, many of her videos and i 'm just like, so oh my good. gosh they 're so they 're so practical, and, she's and funny. Like that, she 's funny
0: she doesn 't make mm-hmm. it terrible,
1: no, no, they 're good videos, and they're and, but it 's nice because they 're just they 're like funny enough without being like, okay, relax, we get it. You have a podcast and or a YouTube show,
0: yeah, yeah, no, she has a cleaning business, and this is the way that she gets cleaning business, you know like it's a, there's a lot of that in the, um, in like woodworking or carpentry or plumbing. It's like, hey, we're gonna give you the top ten things that you need to do to keep your pipes running. And it's like, why are they giving me this free information? It's like, oh, because I trust them, and then I employ them for the big jobs, right? And so. Those are the people. I like professionals who do YouTube. I don't like professional YouTubers.
1: (laughs) Well, and you can kind of tell because it's like, oh, you don't have a Patreon. Uh, Why? And it's like, oh, because you actually like do stuff. Yeah. And on that note, please support us on Patreon. This allows us to do this thing that you guys are all enjoying for, for free. But um am not guilt of people I, I enjoy so many podcasts I don't pay money for This the slightest for years on end. Years <laughs> But I'm gonna I'm trying to find this I can put into the show notes. It's it's legit like it, it's quickly become like I just have it on, I'm like, oh okay, good.
0: Yeah, she's great, and she's just funny enough that it's entertaining for my kids, and her videos are, like, five to seven minutes long. They're never, Mm -hmm. like, drag out things, and then she'll do, like, here's a top 20, whatever, and they're from all of her old videos, which just slaps it all together. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is nice. And just today, before we started this phone call, I had to clean my kid's bathroom. So I had Ugh. them go through from, you know, right to left or whatever, and do all the mm-hmm. picking and putting and cleaning and, and removing things. And then I did the baking soda and the vinegar and all that on the countertops to get all the toothpaste up and all this. And so they just love it because I also pour it down their sink drain because that's the one that the, um, air con the air conditioning, uh, condenser pan like if that tray gets full um that it drains through to my kid's line and i'm like why would someone put it through a kid's line it is nothing but hair and toothpaste and like legos in there it is the most clogged drain in my house so i have i i do that i do like cleaning of it once a week it's sick i'll pack baking soda down there and then i'll pour a bunch of vinegar and like all this black stuff pops up and i'm like oh God, I'm gonna throw up. Okay, there we go.
1: uh I. The thing I'm gonna do next is the, um, the vinegar with the towels in the, in the washer. Yeah really excited about that. So you do like a cup of vinegar. (laughs) This is what our show has become? Is this what our show has become? Oh, my gosh. Is this your 40s? Is this what's (laughs) happening to us? Oh, my gosh. We used to have these profound things. We'd pour our hearts out. Like, now I'm real excited about the towels. I'm using some vinegar first. (laughs) What happened to us? Well, Luke, you
0: got married and I got kids. So we
1: we like um, went from being this like cool hip, not quite young thing, but we're like, oh, we're going to Process cool hip um things in very deep ways and change people's lives. You know, people were calling us, being like, "I was doing this, this, and this, and I heard your show, and my life has totally changed." Oh my gosh! And now we're like, "Here's some tips for how to use um vinegar to get your towels more fluffy." Yes. So that's what yeah. you've done.
0: That's what you've become—a <laughs> mature adult, Luke. No, <laughs> lean into this. <No>! A-
1: <laughs> so I am. Uh, I'm adding this into the show notes. Did you
0: already do it? Uh, I did not, but I am taking actual. Uh, Noty notes uh, so that I'll put it in the, the full description, but yeah, you slap the link in there. So,
1: and I do it under, uh, links, right? Not on, your show notes. Yeah. That bookmarklet thing. Do you
0: have that little bookmarklet tab? No, I don't have, I don't have the bookmarklet tab uh, thing. Uh, I know. I, I got
1: to figure out how to do that. I don't just, worry, I'll do know. it.
0: I'll do it. Don't worry. I'll do it right all now, right.
1: baby. Well, I, I do I text you the link to the YouTube thing. Clean my space. No, I'm very familiar. Well, no, 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 no. To the one about how to get your sink all like nice and stuff uh this one yes this is this is the one that I use that I was, that's, that's yes that's all so um do you is this is kind of weird too i i I, I want to ask this Aaron hasn't brought this up to me yet, like so the woman who does these videos yes. like not ugly no, very attractive, not ugly, but I'm not watching it for that reason right, but i keep i'm wondering not like all the time but i like, I'm like I Should I tell Aaron, I'm actually really in. This isn't me just being like, look at this chick. Like, that's not happening. (laughs) It's. I I don't do that. But it's just like. She's not like hot.
0: Like, she's not trying to be sexy while she's doing this. She's dressed like a normal woman. She
1: just happens to be. But she's definitely trying to look pretty, though.
0: Well, for the. Yeah, she's wearing makeup.
1: Yeah, no, and I I mean, like, you know, I I can't do that. So good for her. (laughs) Luke, I believe in you. No, but – so anyways – okay, so I want to talk about this. So uh, everyone's like, just get to the point. That hasn't changed, everyone. Uh, you put the dryers in. It's, you put the – holy crap. I'm so tired. You put the towels into the dryer. I forget how much oh, – of the vinegar you add. And then holy crap. What is wrong with me? What, Let not- me start over. Apparently, you put the – you put your towels into the washer. Then you put – then you put some vinegar And you let it wash that way. And then you put in baking soda and let it wash that way. And your towels get uber fluffy again. (laughs) Right? That's the whole thing. Uh That's pretty much it from what I can tell. I need to watch the video again just to be sure. But that's what I'm doing um, next. And I'm very excited about that. (laughs) I love it. Oh, it's spiritual and religious. All right. So 10-minute topics. I mean, I can keep talking about clean my space or clean, you know, whatever. There's a lot of stuff that I've watched that I'm like, this is, this is it. Yeah, yeah. No, this we're, is wonderful. We're we're done with that. Uh, I mean, I mean, no. Okay, let me ask you yes, this. Yes, I've sir. even thought about trying to reach out to her to have her on to the show. I think that'd be
0: so fun. I think that'd be <laughs> so fun. Like, I'd be uncomfortable the whole time. How many unread emails do you have sitting in your inbox? Are you wasting hours and hours of your day procrastinating? Did they do they know us? Did, is, are they like is this written by a friend of mine? Did Kate, did Kate write this? If you're having trouble getting it done or even getting started, thesis can help. Have you left
1: uh, <laughs> thirty five envelopes with stickers in your glove box for six months? <laughs>
0: Good Lord, I really did that <laughs> uh,
1: uh, it's okay no but it's uh not a, it's not a replacement for anything' I'm like Adderall or anything like that, but it's for people who might have a hard time with Adderall who adderall have some like um uh, bad you know have bad effects on them or or, or something uh, I was able to speak with the, um, the CEO. really cool guy really like he like loved um, he loved what we were doing uh, he, he, was, he thought this would be a good a good place for him to, to start to push what, what what they're doing. He started nice. this on his own because he had some real um he just had a lot of issues trying to focus and it really impacted his life in a, in, a, in a pretty adverse way and he's like I just tried Adderall and stuff and it really um, messed me up and like yeah. this stuff helped and so, um, is, is is you know, like he said, like there are some people where, like you know, like Adderall does work, and he goes, and that's great. Uh, he goes, there's some people where, it, you know, it doesn't work, and this is this is uh, not really. It's not meant to be even an alternative to that. Nor is it meant to be a replacement for that. It's just another option. Uh, it's called like a, a necromance or something like that. I forget the exact term. <laughs> a necromancer? Did you just call? It yeah, a necroman- that's not. Yeah,
0: what, what is that? <laughs> it's early. No, necro means dead. It, like yeah. the ne- <laughs> yeah. <They're direct. laughs> Good. Like, for instance, Luke, for, for about a year and a half, you were a necrophiliac, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. no, this is yeah, based huge. on the science of nootropics, which are natural and, natural <laughs> and, and powerful for. ingredients like caffeine, ginseng, and B12. That I was increased. like,
1: you know, necros- <laughs> that it's, it's early. It is
0: early. It is early. I will give you that. Luke, you know what you need? You need some thesis in your life. You need some nootropics to help I like it, cut no, through well, the brain fog.
1: Yeah, I was super. I was super impressed with them. They're very great. Um, he's gonna send a box over to Aaron. I told him how like Aaron thought it was kind of cool. He goes, "Oh, like i will send a box over to over to um your wife." And just like great story, great people trying to do good, good, good stuff. So if you have um if you have a hard time trying to focus, this could be some this could be something that could really help um, help you in a way that's like pretty natural and stuff. Yeah. So why don't you tell them where they can find out more stuff and say the things that I didn't say. I don't have a copy in front of me. <laughs> okay, so this stuff is based on the science of nootropics, not
0: necrophilia, which are natural and hey. powerful ingredients like caffeine, ginseng, and B12 that increase productivity, focus, energy, and mental clarity. Feel energized without the crash. Let's be honest, I feel that way after my third cup of coffee in the morning. Cut through brain fog to think clearly or get a little motivation to find your flow. That's my favorite one. Uh, take the three-minute online quiz and thesis will recommend high-quality nootropic formulas that are unique to you and your goals. Over 60,000 entrepreneurs, lawyers, engineers, busy professionals, and parents have used Thesis to get better results at work and home. Imagine what you could do. So right now, uh, Thesis is offering our listeners a special gift of 10% off your first starter kit when you visit takethesis.com, T-H-E-S-I-S, takethesis.com slash foxes. You go there and you take this quiz to discover your unique nootropic combination and save 10%. takethesis.com slash foxes. Make sure you go and use that URL so we can I think a track that you came from us. Uh, thanks to the five folks at uh, Thesis for sponsoring this episode of Catching
1: Foxes. Yeah. Well, I just bought these watches, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> we, it was, it was, we, you know, we have one ad that's somewhat healthy, and we feel like we need Apple Watches now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you, though, man, this Apple Watch is a thousand times better than my other Apple Watch. <laughs> Holy that crap.
1: someone gave to you for free. Yeah, it's like, well, don't, I
0: mean, I mean, okay, let me, when I say better, I mean... Whenever you go multiple generations, like the iPhone from year over year, it's like, yeah, this is better. But then when you skip like four years like I did and then you enter into the buttonless iPhone, all of a sudden you're like, this is space nuts, right? Like you're just – you <laughs> yeah. are in the future now. And I'm like, oh, look, how, look at these photos. And, oh, look, it takes pictures of me in the dark. You know, like you don't even realize. So with this watch, with this watch fully charged, it takes like – Sometimes it takes like 30 minutes to fully charge it. just shocks me. But then, I, in my old watch, if I exercised once, the battery would be at 50%, even if it was at 100% or near that. And so this time, it's like, this little watch lasts all day and all night, kind of like me in the
1: bedroom, Luke. Do you like how we were like, hey, we got to keep this short because we started an hour and a half ago. We were just talking about um life like two friends. Now we're like, crap, you have to do an actual show. And we we're going to do the 10-minute on um, topic so we don't have to create anything. And then we've been going for 15 minutes now, by God knows what. Yeah, there's six minutes worth of content. Yeah, that's fine. Well, Okay, let's do the segment first, Luke. How has yeah. your health been? Um, you know what it 's I exercised this week, and I felt like a thousand bucks and I also had a great chat with um, we 've got an ad on here uh, for an executive uh coach and i was able to talk with her today that was really i helpful as well to kind of like re-focus on how to uh, handle some some stress and i think i have a good plan going forward here i uh have been uh, moving a lot more which i really um, appreciate i'm seeing the how damaging the lack of movement actually is yeah man and uh i rode the peloton for i did two peloton things that were wonderful i rode the bike and that was great and then i did a i did um I used to, so when I was in Denver, I worked out a lot. You remember I got like really buff for a bit, and it was awesome. It was in great shape. Yeah, sure. Uh, I uh, I was doing unboxing, and I loved boxing, and I haven't been able to do that, and I don't know if I actually can because of the old stroke. The old so, stroke. But I did I did some like unboxing stuff with like out like um, gloves or um, a boxing bag, and I was like, that's right, I love this, and that was a fun workout. So yeah, it, it's it's been good. I really really enjoy it. So just so people know,
0: me and Luke have synced officially our um, Apple Watches so that we are in a competition. And what you do is you go in the old exercise app and you just swipe over to sharing. And one of our buddies, John, has also, (laughs) John realized what he was doing and he requested a competition as well. And I'm like, not yet. Not until me and Luke go through here. So this is so funny. So. In the competition, you get a certain point for every percentage that you close the loop. Blah blah blah. Luke crushed it because he had snow that he uh, snow shoveling that he turned. snow
1: and an inch of ice. Ugh. And he, he, did you just say like walking outdoors or something? I just put it on. I think so. I think I had a, like uh, some form of exercise or just like free form or, or something. Yeah. I just went to town.
0: And so I look at my thing and Luke has 600 points and I have like 300 because Michael took a walk inside his own house and I got a mile and a half in. In your own house. <laughs> in my own house. Because it's freezing outside for me. It was 38 degrees. Uh, I hate you. I know. Do you <laughs> understand how crazy. It's, it's been It's yet? 65 right now. Um, this what? week, it's going to hit the 70s. Uh, so oh, so I, I look at my that. thing, and I'm like, I have 200 points. I stood 12 times today in 12 hours. And I, I, you know, whatever. And so I look at it, and it's like, Luke is killing me. So yesterday and the day before, I'm like, no. I have to get my stuff in. I have to do this. I have to. I can't lose that I know
1: I'm gonna lose to Luke, but I can't lose that bad. And no, because I, I like was I didn't really want to move a lot during the week just because I of all the work and stuff, which is the hardest I you caught up, man. That's
0: where I caught up and now it's Luke is uh twenty five ninety four points and I have twenty five forty two. So I'm just fifty points away and I haven't Oops. taken a yeah. walk or anything. So I haven't done any of that stuff that I usually do because I accidentally slept through my alarm, and then I had to go to work, and then I had a meeting from 10 to 11, 11 to 2, 2 to 3.30, and then 4 to 4.30, and then someone came in and stood in my doorway from 4.30 to 5.15, and then I left and was sitting in a car and then was sitting at dinner. So I sat that holds a lot of sitting. That's a lot of sitting. So every lot so lot often of I would interrupt and just be like, I gotta stand up. I gotta get my stand goal
1: for today. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta beat Luke. I'm pouring my Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all I hear is blah, 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 blah. blah. I'm sure that I'm mean, you listen, you understand what's going on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have a handful of coworkers who listen to the show, and then I have a handful of coworkers who go out of their way to tell me that they don't listen. To Isn't the it show. weird how people like like tell us that sometimes I, I, it can be weird, but I'm okay with it. Cause they're being, oh, yeah, funny. I don't care. They're being funny, but sometimes people really do go out of their way to tell me that they never listen.
1: I think some people feel bad or something like this, this happened on um, one time when we were at, we were at a thing. We had like, we had, had like a friend from college and he goes, I haven't listened to your podcast. Like, like out got nowhere, I was like, it's, it's okay. <laughs> Like it
0: was it was very weird. When my like if a if a coworker or employee says that to me, I just put my hand on their shoulder and say, "Nobody's perfect. It'll be okay. <laughs> Things will
1: turn around. Don't worry." Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's um, yeah. I, I think in like college, I would have been more uh, sensitive to that, which is probably why they're saying it that way. Like, how <laughs> do I say this so I can, You know, I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't cry over stuff nearly as much as I used to. <laughs>
0: Uh, you just cry your, you just go to sleep or clean something, right?
1: That's true. Yeah, you're a legend. Uh, all right, are you ready? Yeah. Best I'm Super Bowl food and what will Luke be drinking as he cheers on the uh, Bengals? This is from our buddy Aaron. All right, Aaron, here you go. The bit here is the best I'm Super Bowl food. I'm going to give you guys the greatest thing you could possibly eat at the Super Bowl. First, you get yourself a bag of pretzels. And you get yourself a bag of chips. They've got to be the ruffle chips or the ripple chips, whatever the hell they are called. Then you get two bars of the the Philadelphia cream cheese. You get one sweet onion, and you get a jar of kosher dill pickles. They have have to be whole. Uh, Let the cream cheese, you let that kind of, like, get to room temperature or whatever – and then you cut up the onion as tiny as you can. You like dice the shit out of it. Just look up the Gordon um, Ramsay way to do it. I can do it in probably about a minute and a half. Dice it as small as you can. Put that in there with with the with the with the cream cheese. Then you cut up maybe um six to eight of the kosher dill on um, the pickles, depending upon on how many um, how many um, pickles you want. Cut those up into like you want to um, you want to um, dice up um, that, and then you want to add a little bit like pickle juice. To taste, pretty much, to really get it going. And you have the best dip in the world. You want it to sit overnight. It's best for about 24 hours or or so. It's called, it is actually called carry Dip, and it's the greatest thing in the world.
0: <laughs> cream cheese, diced sweet onions,
1: diced kosher dill pickles, pickle juice to taste, sit overnight. Yeah, stir it all up. You want it to be, I'm um, like a dip. You have to keep in mind that if it seems kind of, I'm um, runny, it is gonna harden at, oh, like you know, overnight. Harden? That's the wrong word. It will, I'm um, what whatnot. So uh, it's honest to God, every time I'm um, bringing over, especially out in um, Denver, people were like, "What is this?" It looks like the Midwest, and there was a joke <laughs> where they, because I would always add too much. I'm love the pickle juice. They would say it um, looks like milk, tastes like heaven. And then Andy and t- Tommy Nickel had like two day old, carry dip, and they were like, "Oh, oh my gosh, this, this is the greatest thing I've ever had in my life." <laughs> And uh, it's best like a day or two um, later, like just as a leftover, we would eat it. My my, uh, so the old like um patty, she would make it like for all sorts of stuff. And it was one um it was a, a recipe from my dad's mom, I believe. Why it's called um carry dip? It's a big hit. We've all all the carry kid that brought it to um, like i um, in parties and stuff, and people always I'm um, loved. That's the best I'm um, a Super Bowl food that you can have. And I'll be drinking. I'm gonna try to moderately drink, and I don't know what, but I'm just excited. I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> so are you gonna? Is it gonna be beer?
1: Yeah, it'll be beer. Beer only. I like that. I like that. It might be wine. I can kind of drink wine a little bit slow, and wine doesn't make me like wine doesn't hit me as fast as other things do. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. But yeah. it, it's 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 the Super Bowl I feel like it's a I'm gonna drink fast I gotta be careful because I'll be nervous i I drink when i when I am I'm nervous I drink way too fast
0: do you know uh, a good hack that I have to make sure that when you're nervous drinking you don't overdo it what is you after you finish a bottle of beer you go and fill it up with water and, and it has to be hot water and then you sit with it and then you nervous drink hot water and you go oh man this beer is watered down and then you don't drink beer for the rest of the night it's a hack
1: (laughs) (laughs) what i actually i have a rule i watch live on soccer games where i will only drink uh i won't drink any more than two beers during the first half and one beer during the second half if i'm trying to watch how much i drink and if I'm and if I'm not, who knows?
0: <laughs> and if I'm not, there is a bucket in the corner that is filled with old beer. And, and I'm I I not drinking. I ain't, I ain't driving. What uh, are you doing? A Super Bowl party? That was the no, question that was uh, on everyone's heart.
1: That's what I want to do. If, if in like a perfect world, that's what I would be doing. But all of the COVIDs and stuff and uh, we're in Dayton and we, it's just if I was in, in Cincinnati, we probably would. But uh so we're probably going to watch it with, um, uh, watch it with um Nick and um his wife. Can I tell so, you something? Which funny I'm very that excited I did. about. Yeah, I looked
0: up flights to surprise you. I thought it would be so funny if I walked in with, like, a tub of Skyline chili and, oh like, God, that Shiner would have been Wonderful,
1: <laughs> That would have been wonderful. I would have
0: loved that. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron would have been like, what? I'm like, yes! Live <laughs> <Let's> podcast! <laughs> but the funny thing is, I knew I'd have to tell someone. And while you have your wife's, my wife's phone number, I do not have your wife's phone number. So any type of surprising stuff is uh, out the window. But, um... Yeah, for us, we're throwing a big Super Bowl party. So, oh, that'll be fun. You know what's really funny is like when you real like when it's your team. Like my mom and dad, and when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, I go. <laughs> so are you guys? Because ha- my parents always throw a Super Bowl party. I go. Are you guys having a Super Bowl party? And they're like, no. Oh, oh okay. And like, we don't want people who are not Eagles fans. That's in yeah. Our house. I yep. <laughs> I was yep. like, uh, not I don't just, think I can deal just with that. Not. Like, they don't it's, – it's not enough to have – like, you can't be a fan of the other team. It's not enough that you're rooting for the Eagles. You have to be a fanatic. And so for them, it's like, nope, adios. So I think that's
1: fine. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, I think yeah. my
0: days of drinking – um, what do you call it? Seltzer watered alcohol. I, I think they're oh, numbered, thank, man. I think yeah, they're numbered. Yeah, thank God. It's, you you see, No, no, no. Listen, listen. No, my stuff is, is cutting edge beauty. It is not White Claw. That's the gateway drug. This stuff is classy. But no matter what, it leaves me with a headache. Like a weird, painful headache. It's called sugar. No, oh, the stuff I drink is no, no sugar added. Mm. Yeah, all the stuff I drink is so. This is also the other problem. It's all the stuff I drink is is like artisanal, organic, one gram, maybe one gram of sugar per can type thing. There are sugary ones. Don't get me wrong, but those aren't the ones I'm drinking. So, anywho, I will be drinking beer. I will be drinking. Uh, I will be drinking beer. We will have probably about thirty five people at our house. Oh, that's fun. That's really cool. But not until after I teach life team year one to our <laughs> students because I didn't schedule appropriately. <laughs> and we had a we had a confirmation retreat last weekend, so there was no life team. I'm like, hey, next year, let's end the confirmation retreat at eleven AM on Super Bowl Sunday, instead of now I have to teach this class a week later. So <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I would be so pissed if I had to go to that. I know,
0: I know. You would get a sub, and everyone would understand.
1: No, no. It. If I was a kid, and if my family was like, "You got to go to this thing," I'd be like, "Who schedules this? <laughs> Who does this?" Yeah. Well,
0: we will. I will end the class at like five thirty, so you can go to your games afterwards.
1: The games at like uh, seven thirty your time. No, no, it's at four thirty here. Wait, what time is the game? It's at five thirty. Shannon's your time. at five thirty my time. Yeah. Shannon
0: said. My, my wife, yeah. who cares, told me.
1: Uh, yeah. I'll, yeah I'll, it's, uh, I'll put the carry dip into the, the show notes, maybe. Uh, I already yeah, have it just. written in. <laughs> oh, good. It's great. It's so good. So good. Just get yourself to... Yeah, just...
0: Okay. Beer only. Now, good. are you uh, a light beer? Are you uh, a stout to sip instead of swallow? What are you What are you
1: thinking? <sighs> I'm probably going to get... I'll get... It's just a sandy beer. Um, I My... I, I, I here's the thing, like the thing about like I drank so much Um Cincinnati beer when I was in I'm um, Cincinnati that doesn't like it's gonna sound weird. It doesn't feel like on um, Cincinnati. It just feels like the beer I drink. Nice. So it doesn't, feel, it doesn't feel like a special thing. It's just like, yeah, I'm having a match. I always have a match. I always have like a run guys. It's it's never. So um, there's one called I'm a 50 West. It's a brewery that I'm thinking that I like that. I'm, I make it one of theirs is a little bit more unique. So if anyone has any, anyone out in Cincinnati who hears this, if you have time to tell me what you think would be good that I don't know, uh, I would like to do that. Too. I think it'd be kind of fun to have. I want to have a Cincinnati beer. So, uh, I, I'm, i dude, I'm just so. It hit me the other day that they were actually in the Super Bowl and I got kind of choked up. <laughs> You're crying just <laughs> thinking about the Super Bowl. I had a game, YouTube thing life. on while I was I'm working and they were talking. I was like, that's, oh gosh, this is happening. <laughs> Why is my left leg shaking
0: so violently? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Luke, if you could destroy one social media platform in order to help humanity, which one Facebook. would it be? Facebook.
1: Well, actually, you know what? I'm, a, I, I'm tempted to say Twitter only because I think yeah. Twitter is like – it is re- like U.S. soccer Twitter is beyond toxic right right now to the point where they just did an article about how, like, certain certain players who have received a, a lot of hate on there in the past, how they've had to deal with it. You can tell it really bothers them. Yeah. Like, could you just imagine – like there's a guy who so there's a guy who missed a shot in the World Cup game against Belgium in 2014. That like the odds of him um, making that shot were really 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 low. And he's actually a pretty good player for those. He was on the team to make those kinds of shots, but that shot like the goalie just shut the thing down. It was there's really hardly any chance he had to make the shot. And anyways, that was seven um, years ago, and they had a post saying happy birthday. All the replies were people saying like screw him, he missed the shot, like. or just the word on Belgium, like, and I'm like, he can't even like look at a hat because it's just, it's just filled with hate towards him. Could you imagine that? It's so inhumane. It's like, it's so after a while, I'm like, just get, if all you can say to that is, is a, is a person of a failure. That's the only thing that you can think of for a thing about his birthday. Like, your life must suck, you know. Like, think of how miserable how yeah. miserable that is. Yeah. I, and so, I think I might have to go with Twitter, but I think on oh, Facebook's kind of the mother of all these things. Mm. What do you think?
0: Uh, I, I honestly, I think Twitter is where the cesspool is the worst. Uh, it can be used really well, but I think mm-hmm. it's the cesspool is the worst, and I think it. It has that amplification effect. It, it's, it hits all the wrong buttons. Easy to follow, short tweets, rewards, snarkiness, and rage. Um, so I think it would have to be Twitter, and I think that would help humanity. But Facebook as a company, I think, is pure yeah. evil. Yeah. I don't think there is anything redeemable. Any, I, I think the idea of Facebook maybe in the very beginning was good. And then everything that Facebook and I mean its other properties as well especially instagram uh all of them have become a force for global terrorism so i ah it's a toss up toss up of demons also i just don't i just want i just want older people to get off tweeting their pol or uh facebook posting their yeah. politics like write a write a blog post i want to see pictures of your grandkids. Just write a blog post and put it like, hey, here's a link to my rant about Biden or my rant about Trump. You know, it's like, just put a blog post, write it up, write, write a coherent, well written, well thought out. Or just, sh- journal. <laughs> like, yeah. just, just journal. Like, just journal, process some thoughts. So that, that was, that was <laughs> like, one of the things I was talking with someone about Facebook. And I was like, why haven't you, you know, and, and they like killed their Twitter and then they killed their Instagram because they have a lot of body issues, right? And they were like, I can't turn on Instagram without hating my body. And I'm like, why? They're like, because all these people look so perfect. And I'm like, your Instagram is not my Instagram. My Instagram is just literally pictures of Luke. So I feel secure. (laughs) No, but you know what (laughs) I mean? Like Like people just, they can't help but gravitate towards those. Like maybe they look, they follow some fitness people. And then it's like, well, I don't look like that, therefore. And it's like, yeah, but they don't look like that either for the most part. And uh, so then... They um, were just kind of talking about the the awfulness on Facebook, and they were like, well, you know, I, I feel really bad. And I said, what's wrong? I said, well, I lost uh, a really good friend of mine today, and this person won't speak to me now. And I was like, what happened? She's like, well, you know, I wrote this Facebook post, dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, you know, we, we say this often. Like, we have access to the thoughts the malformed thoughts of celebrities now. It started hmm. with the the um the the magazines like Britney Spears, you know, like that it's just it's just a magazine about this one person and it's all of yeah. their thoughts and fashion tips and blah blah blah. But then with the internet and with with especially Web two all this stuff, we also have unfettered access to our own or like our relatives and friends brains. And I don't think I need to know every neat Knee jerk thing that they're thinking about, even though I might agree with a lot of their political stances. When they get, when it becomes the, the, and so I like what you said, like, just journal. Like, the response is always, Well, I got to put this out there. And it's like, No, no, you don't.
1: No, you don't. You don't. You really don't. In fact, your life will be better if you didn't. Yeah. I, I really think like you're going to get what you put into it. Yeah. And so it's like, well, I mean, but here is the thing, though. This is this is this is the tough part. Then it shows up on other people's things, and that's where it gets weird. Because if you want to put hateful stuff, fine. You want to be angry, fine. You want to just want to like bitch on people and just be like, just be like a miserable, umsack of shit. Like, I don't care. Fine. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I like the whole whoopee I am Goldberg thing. Like, I don't even care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to hear about it. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what she said. I don't care if it's wrong. I don't care if it's right. I literally don't care about what she said on a TV show at 1030 on a Tuesday. None of us should care. It's not that big of a deal. And it just like, it just becomes this thing of where it's like, it just like, it's like, this is getting too much. Not everything needs to not everything needs to be commented on. Like it's going to kill us. It's going to kill us. Well, I don't know what happened with
0: Whoopi, but my thoughts and prayers are with her. <laughs>
1: Just, I, I mean, you know,
0: like, yeah, like no, um, I, I, Luke. Yeah, I think it does it, it doesn't matter? I think you said it. Perfect. Not everything needs to be commented on. But here's the deal: our comments that don't matter are now going to live forever. Like I mean, their they're, they're, they're data harvested, backed up, and all this stuff. And I warn people about Facebook all the time. Like, Stalin would love to have this information. He would love to have all the profiles on all the people. Like, here's the deal. Mark Zuckerberg, if he wants, can build a profile on any one of his users. Because the statistical rule is you will vote the way eight, ...of your closest friends will vote. That's the most important statistic to govern whether someone's voting. Six or eight of your closest friends, you will vote in the same way, statistically speaking. Uh, where did I hear that? That was in after virtue. So when you hear that phrase, right, all they need to do is to say, okay, here's the connections. Here are eight people that he interacts with the most, and they're mostly positive interactions. And these eight people are all Trump, Trumpian Republicans, So, we know what this guy is. So, now all they have to do is say, We're going to follow this guy a little bit closely. And if he says things we don't like, we're going to, you know, flag him. We're going to build, like, here's the dangerous thing. They are building the types of profiles we would have burned the FBI down if we found out they were doing this to ordinary citizens. And this is why I love um, Matthew Crawford so much. He said, you can't approach the 21st century with the ideals of the 18th century, meaning the, the founding fathers. He's like, they saw the government as the people with guns, and so we need to control their the, – we need to limit powers because it can become too tyrannical. And he said – and the people, the libertarians who are still making that argument, it's imp- it's an important argument to make – but they've ignored the fact that these global companies have more power than most governments in the world. And he's like, so maybe we need to review our laws about these global corporations. And I never felt – I never
1: agreed with that particular tenant until now. Until now. I, th- I think I do. I think I'm coming around to that whole thing too because I, I just – it – um like there is – like there's I'm nothing wrong in being upset with what would be – I'm um, Goldberg. Like what – like what, she, um, with, um, what she said, you know, I, I think it's a little bit blown out of, I don't know, even, I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't even know all, all, all that much about it, but like if I were to like tell you, we would then have a conversation about it and then we would forget about it <laughs> and we'd go on, on with our lives. And there's a I mean, difference between like stuff like that. And like what you say does matter. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to say that like that stuff isn't important, but it does get to a point where it's like, where is, where's the line? Because you're going to what we're going to do if we keep doing this, if we don't allow room for what I would call um, reasonable air. So it's, I think it's fine that it's, that it is, that it is against the law to scream out fire in a movie theater. Reasonable. Okay. Yeah. I think it's unreasonable to think that a person's career should be ruined because they made an argument in a way that you didn't agree with, yeah. or they said a thing that doesn't adhere to your standards or they didn't make their point. Well, or they or were just wrong. Yeah. And, and, and I understand that there's, I'm sure there's a part where it gets kind of, I'm a, it gets, I'm kind of gray, but like, is this worth it? And I, I, I just, I, I'm like, what is this going to do to us? It's gonna rob, I, I, what concerns me is like it'll rob us of our like the best athletes are the one who don't when when they are interviewed the ones who don't give cookie cutter answers because they feel like human beings yeah what what we're gonna take away people's ability to come across as to come across as human and then we're not gonna want that we're gonna want fake I'm human stuff so it's it's just, it's an elite like it's actually like in a weird way i feel like it's like destroying reality which is me being very hyperbolic but it's like you're tearing away at like if we want to be i mean a human we have to be wrong that there's just no there's no getting around that
0: and this goes right into the next question this was like my hundred dollar question that i had pulled out from the patreon supporters and he said and i can feel his uncomfortableness with how he starts this off he said
1: so, Gilmer, can I tell you about a new norm? Online dating. Online dating is now equal, or in some cases, a more prominent way that couple of all ages and backgrounds are now meeting.
0: Let's say my background is Roman Catholic. Are you saying there's a dating website for me?
1: Oh my gosh, there is a website where you can start a relationship knowing you share the same Roman Catholic or Byzantine faith. It's the largest <laughs> Catholic dating app specifically for single Catholics. And can you just take a guess as to how
0: it's unlike other websites? Pretty sure this website, if it's truly Catholic, is not going to encourage, wink, casual relationships, and that they're actually going to help singles connect for the purpose of sacramental marriage, let's be honest.
1: I also have a hunch that they provide a community where Catholics can share their challenges of living life in a single state and make new friends. There are multiple young adults in my church who are on the struggle bus with being mm-hmm.
0: single and in their early 30s or late mm-hmm. 30s and all their friends are married and none of them are Catholic and they're
1: like, I feel like if I just compromise so it is awesome to have a community where Catholics can share those challenges of living single. It is hard to try to meet new Catholic people because there's this thing that does tend to happen where you start to like, oh, make the rounds and you go, oh Oh, I've really, like, run out of people here that I that I could possibly date. And I think what I really like about um, Catholic Match is it, it really allows you to connect with people from all over the world. The people that, like, you know, like, I met on there, I don't think there was one that was actually in the state that I was in. And it was really nice to know that in these, like, small towns where I was I'm living at the point in time, I had the opportunity to connect with other um, single Catholics.
0: So head on over to Catholic Match. You can start to create your own Catholic love story. They get new stories every week from Catholic couples who met on Catholic Match. Catholic Match is making it easier than ever for Catholic singles to connect. Use their app or website to start connecting with other singles through the messaging, or video chat. Oh, and they have video chat now. How sweet is that?
1: Oh, that's nice. Uh, it's super easy to get started with Catholic Match. You can, you can create a free profile in just minutes over at CatholicMatch.com and start meeting other single Catholics now. Go over to um, CatholicMatch.com, put in Catching Foxes, made with me do it, and you will find true love over at CatholicMatch.com.
0: Thank you, Catholic Match, for supporting this episode of Catching Foxes. I struggle with how to write this one, so I will do the best I can. I want to concentrate on culture since you guys operate in that tension between. (laughs) You guys are discussion over instruction. What I am seeing is the culture is moving to instruction or discussion or something similar. I know you've talked about it, but it's really coming out even more so because of COVID and is moving faster. I believe it is the weaponization of calling things you don't agree with as dis or misinformation. How does this all end? It seems now the the woke are eating their own. And I want to know your thoughts on all this at the intersection of faith and culture. Where we live in the tension luke between the two. So I really I thought this was incredibly timely. And as you're going through whatever happened with Whoopi Goldberg, apparently she made some bad argument that people hate. Like this is the this is the danger about scientific inquiry. Like for me, when you don't allow free form thought and wrong thoughts are labeled as dangerous, right? They're immediately labeled as dangerous and become a thought crime. What ends up happening is what is the truth can never fully bubble up to the top, right? Scientific inquiry and free inquiry have to be the same thing. Uh, Let me rephrase that. You cannot have legitimately scientific inquiry unless it is free, Unless people are free to dispute, one of the principles of the scientific me- method is refutability, right? Here's a thing that I'm positing, but no one can tell me I'm wrong because clearly I'm right. And it's like, no, 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 no. It has to be open to refutation. If you're trying to create a mathematical formula that's unrefutable, uh, then there's something wrong in, that's unscientific, right? So the idea of you have, you have official science, what is official science? Well, at best, it is the consensus, which means the majority report of the majority of the most respected scientific journals, sci- scientific apparatus, right? So whether they're the research universities, whether they're the journals, um, whether they're laboratories, public, private, publicly funded, privately funded, a mixture of both, national health organizations, you know, whatever they might be. The whole point is. You are striving to be the best in your field, and you're open to criticism to the point where you are encouraging people to prove you wrong because the data itself will bear out one way or the other. What, what's the best is getting at the truth. So what happens is when the media get involved in this, the word science becomes ideology, and it becomes a propaganda weapon. Right, So when people say, I don't believe in blah, 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 I believe in capital S science, that's where I immediately be like, okay, this is just propaganda. Everything they're saying is – everything they're saying may be true, may be false, but it's wrapped in a layer of bullshit. And that layer of bullshit is there's no such thing as the science. There's no such thing that exists in the universe called the science. What there is are various sciences, and various sciences have varying degrees of accuracy that they can hit, the best being mathematics, right? Within those spheres, you have to have freedom of inquiry, and you have to have the free flow of information. But even that's not enough. You need traditions of scientific inquiry. Why is it that you cannot buy your way, China, Into the best of sciences in engineering, in this place, in that place. Because it turns out the U.S. advanced more rapidly than any other modern country, not because it was the richest, but because the Germans and the Italians and the French, who were afraid of the Nazi regimes, brought 400 years of specific practice of scientific inquiry, traditions of inquiry, and set up labs throughout the U.S. that were world famous. And they called, they didn't just have students. They had disciples because that's how you do science. But what China started doing in the late nineties and early two thousands was they just bought people and said, come over here and do that here. And these were not people who were interested in building traditions of science and institutions of science. They were just looking for the technological result and you can't do that. So you have inquiry. You have, you have people making decisions and these people are flawed, right? And then whenever You restrict the free flow of information. What do you have? You don't have science. You have an oligarchy. You have a hierarchy. Right? You have a hierarchy. And someone gets to be pope. And their word cannot be questioned. And it's upheld not by a media. It's upheld by a propaganda machine. Right? When the Biden administration met with tech giants, they told them to censor people. And then the next day, hundreds of people who were beforehand credible doctors, nurses, physicians assistants, and reporters lost their ability to communicate on these platforms. That is terrifying. But it's all done in the name of this language. It's misinformation that's dangerous. And it's like, how about you don't understand everything? And we have to have free flow of information. Oh, my God. I'm just
1: ranting. (laughs) <laughs> i looked at the time and i was like oh, I don't that's really, six minutes <laughs> i don't even know anything about any of that stuff um i and i like okay i'm gonna try to i'm gonna not provide a counter argument but i'm gonna try to present a little bit of another you know, side what when we have such access to such information what do you do when the information that is being presented is wrong is that just the risk you take with having something like um, like the Internet?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And, and, here's and, and the and deal, I, but here's I the deal. I don't
1: know. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that, like, you know, like, let's censor. I'm just saying, like, I'm just – because, like, the church has censored on people before. Like, that's not anything – like, we've said, like, no, you can't say this. You can't publish Or You can't, you know, like, we've – I think th- – I, I would argue that there is a place for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cuz you're talking but, about dogma. You're not talking about science. You're not talking about doing the scientific method. You're not ta- you're talking about revealed truth that was handed on and just, needs to be guarded. That's fair. But that's so, fair. but this is this is the problem when it comes to this. So let's say like see this is the problem when people think about capital S science, they think everything is perfectly fine here. That these people are objective, that they have objective measurements that they're not doing anything wrong, that they're not being manipulated because the data speaks for itself. Uh, Dr. Ioannidis published this huge, epic study. He is one of the most like, – i oh, gosh, what is he at, Harvard Medical? He's at Johns Hopkins. Publishes this massive study about the corruption of our journals in science. Repeatedly, it is shown that they are not even measuring to – even. Close to what the scientific standards of measurements are um, in these journals. And in fact, a lot of people who were science teachers, they said – like I was listening to this one podcast of these – or a YouTube channel of these scientists and they were saying like when they read Ioannidis' study, it said their heart sank because they realized – One, it was true, but two, they can't trust the journals anymore. Why? Because there's money involved. Because there's almost no money involved in doing follow-up tests. Because doctoring the data to get to a point because your study is funded by a drug company is more important to stay funded as a lab than it is to tell the truth about these things. So what do they do? Well, they don't want to lie. They're not going to lie. So they say, like, okay, so I'm going to give this medicine. I mean, the biggest – Pfizer is the biggest um, uh, fine in in U.S. or global history for selling a drug that killed 40 to 60 million people, and it did no better than the placebo. It did no better than a placebo for – I think it was chronic arthritis. It killed 40 to 60,000 people. U.S. citizens uh, and people oh, around so,
1: the okay, world. I, I, okay, we said a million. I was like, that's a little high. No, did I say million? Thousand. Yeah, yeah thousands. I was like, Whoa, yeah, okay, okay. Forty okay. to
0: sixty thousand people worldwide. It was on the market for like nine years. And what happened? They have evidence that they knew it was killing people. It was causing heart attacks. They knew it was, and they hid the evidence. Why? Because the U.S. Federal Drug Administration, in order to get drugs approved, does not require them to turn over all of their data. Only a summary of their data.
1: Well, and I I, I think this is where I have like a lot of time, like this this is where a lot of my my frustrations come in because I feel like we cannot talk about this stuff without getting, I'm not trying to blame you, but like heated about this because like, i'm vaccinated i i i looked at all the reasons why i like we like uh, both like both like both uh both aaron and i took a look at everything we said okay this is here's the risk blah 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 we said we we wanted to make that choice to go and you know get vaccinated and i feel very comfortable that we did that and i looked at everything i looked at all the all the like i considered all the options about you know about all about all the stuff, and there's legit reasons why I feel like this was the right thing, especially for me with my stroke to uh, to go and do. But all of a sudden, I feel like I either have to be like pro this, and everyone who's anti-vax is wrong, or I have to be right. like I made a mistake. Oh my gosh, this is Satan incarnate, right? And there's just, there's there's no room for being like, what if the Pfizer vaccine is like, that's good. And they did this horrible thing. Both those things can be true. Right, no, 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 what? and and, yeah. and and that's and and, and and I know that that's not what you're saying, but I but my Good point thing. is like when you, I'm glad you brought up the point about like um, the dogma and and stuff because with history, one thing to learn about when I almost studied history was how effing complicated it all actually <laughs> is. Like it's insane. You want to like don't ever write a paper about events that you thought were very cool. It will ruin the whole thing yeah. for you. It will. It, I, I'm not, I did a paper on the fight at the OK. Corral and I walked away, being like, "The Europe's may have been kind of bad, and this is all kind of messed up. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like there's, it's not what you think. What you think happened isn't what happened. And they were almost thrown in jail for what happened. And like the bad guy and, and Tombstone may have had a point. The whole thing is like, <laughs> I'm not saying I agree with them. Uh, funny enough, they tried to do that in the film, and it was, I guess, it was a mess. So they like recut the whole thing, but um, it. History. This is where I don't like the term. I don't um, like the term. Uh, they tried to well, and they did turn history into some type of science. Why I use it uh, called a it, well, social studies or different things? Or you have the, you know the term like the social sciences or things because it's, it's it's not a science, but you try to be very um, absolute about it because it's like there's got to be some you know that's the only absolute we have now in our post Christian our post Christian culture is math and science and it's like history's not that like history's not that like there were americans who jumped in the who jumped in like d-day who probably did some horrific shit there are some almost there are um like you have some germans who probably did some like really amazing i can't believe about the spot about to say this like luke nazi apologist (laughs) <laughs> yeah right but like I mean that's but that's the reality is that like evil people can do really good things really good people can do really evil evil things ultimately we're all sinners and that's where that part is actually kind of important because that's like we're all death God I'm turning that like I hate that line because it's so like a little bit over the top but like we all have we're, the world's not split into like death eaters normal and people we all have lying dark in us and if you can't acknowledge that, and if you we to a, where is the this is what I, this is where I have a hard time with, like going back to before where is the line between this is a mis, this is a fault you're allowed to have so the the and and well yeah, let, me, yeah, yeah, let me say, like why I bring it back to all of like this all of this misinformation stuff is you is you really have have um, these fields where things are incredibly complex and incredibly nuanced, but. I wonder if we have access not access too much information, but we choose to have access to too much information. We choose to partake in too much information, and so it 's like is it um so it so it, it, it I feel like it either becomes like well this doesn 't agree with what I want, so you are wrong and we, therefore you must be censored or or like you must be or uh you must be. Called out for your crap. I'm drawing a blank on like a really great example of this that I that I had where I'm just like, that's not that's not really it's not reality. Like when people I can't stand it when people put pictures of people on the internet or they like or uh, when they uh, film a person having a bad day bec- or like, sorry, being like a whole um, douchebag. Because what if it's the worst person of that? of What if it's the worst day of that person's life? What if their kid just died? What if their mom just died? What if their whole life is about to fall apart and they just lost their shit? And you're posting it on 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 the internet? I'm not saying that people should be allowed to say horrible things to people and not be held accountable. It's not what I'm saying. But do we all de- do we all deserve that? Like did the like like the Covington? Uh, I'm a Catholic kid. Like I, I hated everything about uh, everything about everything that happened there. I just hated all of it. Yeah. No one wins. Right. Because you have a group of people that has been horribly oppressed for hundreds of years that we just destroyed, and you have some kids that we, being that stupid we turn it kids. Into a punchline,
0: you know, we exactly, turn their, yeah. their <laughs> sacred chants and all this stuff into a punchline, and yeah. exactly,
1: and you know, and like, and you have these, uh, you have these like kids just being kids and doing weird things, which is what kids do, and the kid, and I don't know what happened. I'm just like, why we shouldn't have seen it, we shouldn't have seen that. It was, just, it was like.
0: It, that should not have happened so let me let me give you a comment uh, two comments that I think are take this in a different direction, which is um there's a French Catholic political philosopher named Ives Simone, and he said uh, why democracies have an inherent feature of instability, why are democracies inherently instable and he said um Preserving principles is more difficult in democracy than in any other regime as a result of liberalism, which implies that the principles society and what its end is are not above deliberation and must be thrown into the universal competition of opinions. This is the jeopardizing of the principles without which no social life, without which social life can no longer has its end or form. So what he's saying is under Catholicism, under a unified whatever pre-enlightenment, you had a sense where... Society understood what is the end of man and could order everything around that and kind of push that. But then the line becomes – this is what he says. And while there is certainly something deeply true about this claim, meaning people are freaking out that tech censors are – or technopolies are censoring people – he said while this is certainly deeply there's certainly something deeply true in this claim the argument often overlooks a more insidious reality the attempt to label such forms of speech or thought as undemocratic or misinformation is not fundamentally about uh, free speech and this is what I think you hinted at at the very beginning when you were responding what we are witnessing is the direct annihilation of truth and To me, that is – that's a dangerous thing because when we say you shouldn't be – okay, just think about the phrase. You shouldn't be allowed to spread misinformation. Then you say, okay, who gets to determine what is misinformation? Because here's the deal. If you go on Twitter and you at reply – uh, certain governmental ent- entities, you can type in your side effects from receiving the vaccine, right? That's what you're supposed to do. They're suppo- they have a whole system, a whole database set up that tracks every vaccine in the U.S. that is approved by the U.S. government, and they want data. If they're scientists, they want data to understand how it's being used in the wild and how people are reacting to it because an- the greatest vaccine in the world is not going to be 100% safe. But all the the mRNA vaccines are so COVID lit up, crazy political, that what ends up happening is people who got the vaccine and got boosted and say, well, now I have tinnitus or now I have this. And they write it on and send it to the government database to update it. People will see that and attack them as being an anti-vaxxer and they'll get their account shut down. And so you're like, I'm literally doing the thing that they're asking. I'm pro all of this stuff. And yet, and yet, and then he said, so here's a great uh, line from Father James Shaw, Catholic philosopher. He said, if the polity makes truth because of nothing higher than it exists, right? No God, no ultimate destiny. If the polity makes the truth because nothing higher than it exists, we lose our capacity by right to oppose any structure of the city, except on the basis of another more powerful will. Thus, nothing can strictly speaking be wrong with any polity as such. Since its origin lies exclusively in and political will dependent on no order outside of itself, transcendence of whatever form has disappeared into politics. And it's like, can't we we question? Isn't that the right of every American to question our government? No, that's undemocratic. And you're like,
1: actually, I think that's the
0: point of democracy
1: in a very brutal way. I think one thing that people tend to miss about the about the founding fathers is that there was such like an emphasis on like what was for the common good, like what are what's for the best of like the of like our society. What's the best thing to go scaffolding? They still had that. That was the framework from which they were writing. And and I think we kind of have that in our minds. I think it's one of those things that's kind of ingrained into the the American DNA, which is like. wanting the best and i mean like who doesn't want that for their family their home you know all of Of course i mean i'm not saying like people in spain don't care about that but uh it um that sort of like distrust of the government stuff like i i i I agree with you to a point where where i i don't know if i'm necessarily an entire political like philosophy um or the way, like American American um, democracy is to be inherently like critical of the power that that the government has. It's more. I mean, this is somewhat of an important, um, an important distinction. I guess. I think at times it's more about what a government can do, which is through the power that they have. Mm-hmm. Um. Right. Yeah. So, but it's it, it. Like, what are the things that we are? And th- this is this is the danger of this stuff. It's like our what do we want to allow our um, governments to be able to do? Cause there are certain things that I, I think we probably wouldn't agree upon that I would like I would love to see like certain things happen that I'm like, this is kind of with where we are. I'm like, I think this is a good thing for people to do and, or for, or for the government to go and do it. And, and I, I just, um, the fact that like, we cannot even have a space to have these conversations about this stuff that's what really worries me. It's it's because it's like Hamilton and I'm, Hamilton like, and I'm a Thomas Jefferson. I'm gonna use a better example. I mean, I've I've got Hamilton on my mind because because of the play, which is so wonderful. Um, Thomas Jefferson and uh, John Adams were best friends. They were so they were best. They were very very tight, and then they hated each other. They were like the worst, like the worst of the political. Enemies you could um possibly have, and they ended their own lives by like deepening their um, by deepening their like friendship again, and they would write and write and write to each other, and each had a head bust of the other um person near their desk and the like rivalry didn't necessarily die, but it did take on like they found a way to kind of almost allow their friendship and this to somewhat coexist. It's easier to do it when you're older and retired I think and not in the thick of everything. But they're able to find to a certain extent like what they loved about the other person and hold on to that while maintaining their you know profound differences. And I if we cannot do that what where does this end? Like, I mean, I don't know. I really don't, I really, really don't know. And I don't, and I'm, and I have been, I have um, tried so hard over the past couple years to try to find a balance. And sometimes I feel really bad that I'm, maybe I'm just being, 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 I'm like a chicken chick. Cause I am a right of center. Like without it, that's what I tell people. Like I'm, that's, that's, that's where I am. And I, um, for the most part, um, and I sometimes I feel like I maybe try to hide that because I don't want to deal with any of this, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you know, but but then, but then there are other times with like I don't want to talk about how perhaps like quote unquote oh, left I've gotten with certain things because I don't want to deal with any of this, <laughs> you know? Like it's just it's weird.
0: It is weird. It is weird, and you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not even going to bring it up. Never mind. What? Say it. Say it. Uh, February 7th, 2022 at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the National Terrorism Advisory System issues bulletins. It's their bulletin. And the number one terrorist threat to the United States are uh, those who offer misleading narratives and conspiracy theories in an online environment so the biden administration is saying that the united states remains in a heightened threat environment fueled by several factors including online an online environment filled with false or like i thought oh filled with jihadis recruiting to behead people in afghanistan that were our allies no false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories these threat actors seek to exacerbate social friction, societal friction, to sow discord and undermine the public trust in government institutions to encourage unrest, which could potentially inspire acts of violence. So, you have the federal government actively in an ext- <laughs> in their national. This is like, hey, U.S., we have a credible fatwa that was issued against churches, or you know, whatever that's happened. In- that's what these things are for.
1: Yeah, well, that that's the power that's scary. Because, like, was like we did see people attack the Capitol. Yes, we did. You know, with things going there to hurt people, that was their intent. To get, like, the, the, they like, you don't storm a building to just like wander around and do nothing. Uh, you know, and I, I. And I, but like, like, is that the, like, the, like? Here's here's my point, though. Is that what they just did? There is that the right reaction to this? Then I don't. I'm like, I don't know. I don't think it really is. Can we? Is it possible to say this is just batshit crazy stuff that never should have happened that did? And if like, are we making it worse by doing this? It's it's like when you when you um, do a blockade. I forget what my history professor told me. Basically, like when you sorry, when you have like a sanction, we have some sort of economic. unless this is a sanction or something, you have like seven years. At the point in time, you'll have enough. You'll have, and this is probably sped up a lot now because of just how everything is. Um, you'll have enough like black markets that will that will come about that basically like it doesn't matter anymore. You have just made stuff like you've just created more opportunity for. Um, for like more people to be poor and for, and, and like, and like, like more crime. So you've made things worse. And that's what I'm like, is that what we're doing here? Are we just, I'm making this work because we're angry that a bunch of stupid idiots like, who like went and did something that they I'm never, ever like, should have done ever. You know, like, like, is this, is this, is that the, like, if, if you stop paying attention to Abby, what's, what's your name? Will she just go away? <laughs> but like, I'm serious though. Like, what if we're feeding, I haven't paid attention to anything no, that she said in a, in a while. That's why like, they
0: exist. Because we feed them. Exactly. We have like, to if we de-platform we-
1: ourselves,
0: not other people. Uh, can someone please explain the synod on synodality?
1: I don't even know.
0: I am, <sighs> I don't understand what we, the whole church, are doing. And then
1: Do you know what I love about Pope Francis. Oh, sorry, sorry. You no, still well asking then the follow The follow
0: up ideas on how a meeting about meetings is actually impactful for the church, and maybe if the church would focus less on community slash world impact and more on feeding its congregation that's starving was a follow up. So,
1: what are you gonna say? Pope um, Francis. Here's, I remember like seeing an address he gave that was in the most bland mid-century oh, modern church office I have. You could see because we've all seen it a thousand times, and I was like, "Where is that in the Vatican?" You never saw um Benedict in front of that. You never saw John Paul II. I mean, I don't remember ever seeing that. Who knows? They they could have. But I'm like, that just is who he is, though. It's just that's just I've, like he's doing it cause That's like he grew up in an era where you talked about these these things. Ad nauseum. <laughs> so, like, of course she's doing this. I think it's pointless, and that makes no sense. Perhaps I'm wrong. You are not. You are not, sir. <laughs> but like, but like it it like I, I, again, and I know this is different because it's a pope, but I'm like, why don't we just ignore this? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're just like, okay, fine, you're gonna do that. Like, he's he's from an era where they talked about like how you do stuff at like such length and such detail and such, like, it doesn't surprise me that that's happening in the slightest. He's probably the kind of priest that loved doing a good SWAT analysis during some, like, ministry meeting thing. <laughs> don't
0: you hate that, Luke? Yeah, I don't even care anymore. No, you hate that. You hate SWAT analysis. No, that I, don't. I don't. I don't. I would
1: just, like, be like, I'd be like, whatever. Fine. Have you,
0: Do um, you have any friends going? that are getting caught up in the synod on synodality besides me? At my church? No.
1: I have no idea. I, I literally have no idea what is what is going on. And I just
0: yeah, don't care. So the, well the whole idea is so there some some branding company came up with a, a crayon font synod on synodality. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> that drives me nuts. Like That's it's like, not... am I really supposed to take this seriously? Like because I don't at all. Like, we're the church that gave the world Michelangelo, and now you have an, the image, I don't even know what it is. Like, I literally print yeah. it out, and I hang it on my coworkers' doors, like, through their little window in their office, and it faces them, and they're like, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. Well,
1: it's a year of mercy image. I was like, "What? what is this? No, no.
0: I don't <laughs> like, understand why that art has been popular for the last 50 years. I do not understand. Because that's
1: what's – but that's – that generation of the church, like, they were enthralled by doing things that were different. Mm-hmm. And I, I – listen, I'm, I'm like – I'll be honest. They grew up in a church that we that we could not even comprehend, and so I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Do you pray? Do you care about the poor? Do you love Christ with all your heart, of soul, and mind? Are you going to mass? Are you going to confession? Are you trying to grow in holiness? Are you like trying to like love others? I, I, I know that um, beauty is important. I'm not trying to say that Look, it's you just not. I'm undermined just, your whole von Balthazar love affair. No, I'm not. I'm not. I I think what I'm s i am no, I'm not. <laughs> I think what, I think I am saying though that there's like and I'd be curious to know what um Balthasar would have would have would have would have to say about that. When does a fight become too much that like you just like need to step away. I feel like I just need to be like, yeah, you know what, whatever. Yeah.
0: Well, so the synod on synodality that's killing my soul. So
1: I just think it's so funny it's called that. I
0: know. And it's, there's no such word as synodality. So the crazy thing is You have this one guy who is a statistician. Was just telling me he goes, "How do how do you?" Hey, Gomer, I'm a statistician. Anyways, yeah, good sir. (laughs) Well, you know my my parish is filled with oil industry people, so they you know they're mostly. Oh yeah, that makes sense. They're either like sales or they're like the science side of it so there's tons of geologists Wait, is it like on um,
1: the sales um, almost is it sales is it the science or is it guys who do like dick stuff and are just way more badass than we could ever be
0: no 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 i mean we have some of those but not the majority the majority are the guys that in the offices not the dick stuff but um no this uh so you know you, uh, buddies of mine that listen to the show are geologists and engineers and all that stuff but this one guy was saying um for the synod synodality he goes you know when you when you're trying to co- collect a lot of data you you got to codify things and he's like there's no code with any of he's like i went to the meeting there's no codes for like how to under like how do you group you know hundreds and hundreds of diocesan reports in anything meaningful is everyone reading every little thing and he goes so if everyone does the synod on synodality correctly which very few people people are even going to try he said you're going to result in, in literally just thousands and if not literally millions of pages of documents that then are going to be read by a bunch of bishops and then they're going to have a meeting about it he's like no they're going to select and that's where the danger is hey this is there's where is the where is the science in this you're going to select, you're going to oh i think we should have the latin mass trash bin oh i think we should have more uh, glad tambourines trash bin. I think we should have more bland music. Put that on the
1: top! <laughs> you know it's funny? Like, Okay, this is where I think on Balthasar. This is where I think Balthasar is I'm, I'm moving in my heart. That is absurd. <laughs> uh, Thoughts from Old Ballsy by Luke <laughs> Carey. <laughs> like, I was so... like I was a mess, and I, there was just a song that was played at the end that I was like... I, I've, I never heard it before, but I've heard it a, 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 a thousand times. It, it was just like I can't even remember what it was called, but it was like, dude, dude, like it's almost had like a weird like they're trying to write a song for the end of mass that was from a fiddler on the roof or something, played on piano, Sung in it's a suburban church, and I was just like, what is this, Lord? Like, what is this? What is this? And I was, and I left feeling so deflated about it and like this one like usher who's in a suit just goes have a great day and i was like thank you (laughs) and i and like the 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 movement like the person will always triumph that stuff like there, like ultimately when like all beauty is lost i feel like it's in the human where you where you will find it if if you're receptive uh, to it, because I could have I'm um, left there, been like, yeah, dude, screw you, this thing sucks, and instead I was just like, th- like it was almost like God's little like like gift of just like here, like here, remember, like this isn't about you. This is about like me and love and others. I don't know. Am I wrong? Is well, that horrible? Okay, am so, I just becoming weird? So this is, so I get where you're coming from.
0: But if 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 I were to interpret that in the voice of God, like, hey, it isn't about you, and it doesn't really seem like it's about me either. See, like, that's <laughs> yeah, no, the that's, 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 is that's, our point. That's, of that's the, fair. So the name of his major opus was the glory of the Lord. And when that phrase is used in the book of Exodus to describe the fashioning of the tabernacle stuff, it's precise tabernacle things. Like, like, build this. And every time it says it, it says, for beauty and for glory. For beauty and for glory.
1: Mm, and that's a great point. Right, that's
0: a really good point. Right, because whose glory is it? It's not my glory. It's not the church's glory. The church does it because it's the Father's glory. It's the glory of the risen Lord Jesus Christ, the dead and risen Lord. It's the glory of the Holy Spirit that even enables us to think these. Things. So when we, when we remove... remove ugh, can't talk. When we remove beauty, we are dehumanizing ourselves. And that's the thing that I think people don't – that's the argument of, of beauty is beauty is not utilitarian. That's why it's the most important. Right? Beauty is like play. I don't need to play in order to earn a living, but I need to play in order to be a human. So in a way, play is the most important thing I can do. Experiencing joy is the most important thing I can do. But not vague sentimentality, like real joy. And so when God lays out through his church what the church asks of us. So to me, it's the difference between like what you were talking about, like the way you described that song. There was an article recently about a new mass setting that was published. And the priest said to a recent college graduate, I want you to make this mass setting that has a lot of, you know, that's like really big and epic sounding for like our big masses. And so he asked a college kid who's never who, – who is a talented musician, but he, he didn't study sacred music. Like, we already have that stuff. Like, th- see, th- that's the fundamental thing. And, and so you listen to it, and it sounds – I mean, it sounds silly. It does. It's Yeah. <laughs> it sounds yeah. silly because it's not rooted in anything. But what, like, like – this guy's not a phenom. He's not like freaking Mozart or Beethoven. Like, he's a normal, well-trained musician. But that doesn't mean he's steeped in Catholic – Liturgy and theology, and so like the u s c c b had to write that document on Catholic identity being doctrinally horrible, and it, it it's like guy like they,
1: who wrote this <laughs> like well but oh here, here's here's um let me just add please do add good, this I think what God was trying to tell me in that in that moment was like don't this is not worth becoming like angry and bitter. Mm. I actually, I want to, I think it's okay to be to like be angry about it. I don't think it's. I don't think when you when you become bitter, that's going too far. Yes, I totally. And agree. that's where I was going. That's yeah. that's where I feel like the Lord was pulling me back. That's from. beautiful. And that's Through true. Because, other people because
0: that bitterness is ugly.
1: That yes. bitterness and that, means and that's, I've yeah. let the
0: sins of others, or 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 whatever I've let. You know, maybe not sins like in this case, but like I've let what's going on around me. Mm-hmm. Turn me into something that God doesn't want me to be, and maybe yes. God did send that man to just hey, here's your here's your spark, here's your uh, thing bringing in you back. Like, don't fall yeah. away, Luki.
1: Don't no, because cause, like I still I'm like I want that stuff. I want more tradition. I want more beauty in my like in my in my liturgy. But I I'm just not willing to um, <sighs> lose your sanity over it. Yes. Yeah. Like, honest to God. Yeah. And like, or my ability to just be, just to be empathetic to others and understand that some people's experience of that stuff is not like, there's just, there is a, there is like a generation in the church that we don't pay attention to because, because they, they, they are older. And we take this American view that because you're old, you don't matter, which is horrific. And they grew up really despising uh, all of that stuff because it was a it was a miserable church, you know. And I, I don't, and I I think we just have to, at the very least, understand and acknowledge that we 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 might even I'm disagreeing, think perhaps it's like overblown or just you know or like, but like it's at the very least, it's just like it's not always. I I think what just drives me the most insane about um americanism is that like it just it blinds you to yourself and we're so obsessed with like like my own ability to um determine everything and 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 not having to adhere to any sort of like obedience or ha- or even have any concept of that that it just like it, it like it 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 just cuts us off from other people, which is why I think we're so quick to just get angry. I don't know. I could be. It's it's late. It's almost it's almost midnight. It's time, Luke. It's time to wrap yeah. up. Yeah, uh, this was good. It was fun to be able to just chat for a bit.
0: And just hey, Luke. You know that I love you. You know that Thank I you. want you to have a good day today, and especially on Sunday.
1: Uh, here we go, my my friend. Here we go. I was going to try to uh, bring on my mom at some point in time to try to like just get what her thoughts are about it. And put on onto the onto the Patreon page. I might try to do that. That still. Would be awesome. So she's so excited. I wish I could. I really wish I could watch it. Oh, with my mom. That's that's what probably bums bums me out the most about this is I, I looked up flights actually to go out to Phoenix and it's just too expensive. Uh, I can I've still have I still have I still have um, have a credit, but and Aaron's got to do like work stuff, and it, it just it's not unpractical for us to be able to do that, but. I wish I could watch it with like my whole family, but still, it'll just be incredible. Luke, what are you reading right now? Uh, right now I am reading Excellence in Fundraising, the fourth edition. Yeah, I know. And I'm trying to read the Iliad, but I haven't gotten to it in a while. It's it's really good. Mm. It's really good. It's so good. Um And, uh, I am listening in terms of podcast to, uh, it's just sports, all sports all the time.
0: (laughs) So what about you? Uh, right now, fiction wise, I'm going through an audio book that I just finished, um, or um, that I've read in the past. It's called legacies. It's part of the legionnaire space series stuff i got michael hust into that series oh that's awesome and he wrote me he's like i'm on book four and i hate you because i'm it's a 14 book series and i'm all in and i've already bought all the other books so that makes me happy but um bbu bbu heck yeah all the pew pews so uh that's what i'm doing on the audiobook and then i'm reading so every morning after i do me and shannon do prayer person together but not with each other um I do uh, a series of serious reading Like scholarship, academic reading And so I grabbed a book that I've always owned <laughs> Since college That I've kept with me all these years But have never read And it's um, a Pink Reader And Father Survey Pink Hares um, Is an amazing theologian uh, He died fairly recently My buddy uh, Father Gregory Pine Is out in his um, stomping grounds Out of where he, w- he studied um, I believe he's a professor there for like 20 years But um, the Pink Hairs Reader, I'm just going through, and it is awesome. It is awesome. I'm reading on Beatitude, the Beatific Vision. Oh, it's just such good, hearty stuff. And then every time I go to bed, I have this one science fiction book that I've been reading, The Kill Decision by Daniel Suarez, the Michael Crichton successor.
1: It's about drone warfare. What happens when it gets out of control? I put this in the... uh Catching Fox's Discord, which you you can access by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash cf. What's Uh, what's that? Oh, I'm sorry. uh, Patreon.com slash cf. Again, for for the old people in the back, patreon.com slash cf. (laughs) Uh, Guess who joined the Discord? Who? My mom. Yeah. (laughs) But she's also confused as to how it works. I'm not sure if she's really ever upset anything, but (laughs) she's there, everyone. (laughs) She's lurking. Um uh, I forgot what I was going to say, so it's probably a sign that I should go to bed. Yep. Special thanks to our sponsors,
0: Catholic Match and Thesis. Y'all are awesome. God bless. Do, do we have uh,
1: the executive of no, um, uh, Solutions as well? No, it's next week. It's next week? Yeah. The Panther shall pass. The Panther shall pass. Panther Man, Neil's before God. Neil's before God. Neil's! Neil!
0: Do you know my friend, Neil! <laughs> That's so dumb. I apologize.